0: and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish-Groves. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show.
1: Hey, all you gearheads and gasholes. Welcome to Driven Radio, your weekly automotive happy hour. Happy. Happy to be home. I am Brett Hatfield here with our engineer and co-host, Mr. Mark Groves, and the evil genius of Craving Cars on YouTube, Mr. Corey Pratt. Yes, and we are coming to you from uh, lovely rain-soaked, driven radio studios in beautiful Overland Park, Kansas.
0: We got hella lawns, though. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like jungles in three days. It, it it's is, pretty amazing.
1: It's, it's Vietnam with cul-de-sacs. Don't it, remind the me. The kid
0: across the street is fleecing me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't remind me. The, the writing mower is broken. I have to push mow everything. Oh, but,
0: uh-huh. yeah, you're all man now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it dried out for sense. three hours yesterday. The guy who
1: cuts my grass showed up and mowed everything. And thank God, because we kept losing the dog. <laughs> 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 it is. And we're supposed to get another week of rain.
0: Yeah, we are. Every day. Uh, yeah. yeah you know i like it for a little bit but i mean come on man
1: you know for guys who own sports cars and motorcycles like, this is tough
0: it's it's got a bit of suck on it wow, it's
1: got a little bit <laughs> you can find us online at drivenradioshow.com and read the com. follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at driven radio show and listen everywhere everywhere fine podcasts are heard if you like what you're hearing leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell your gearhead friends If there's something you'd like to hear more of, something you think we should be discussing, someone you'd think we should interview, please tell us. Drop us a line. Drop me a line at brett at dot com. All right, guys. um, You got it. What'd you do this week in cars, motorcycles, motorized stuff? Hey, did I tell you? I saw online today this guy has taken his granddaughter's trike, cut the frame in half, Stretched it and then put a five horse motor and wheelie (laughs) bars on the back of it.
2: (laughs) I I really thought he was going to say LS. His daughters
1: or granddaughters? His granddaughters. It's got got like shizzle. chisel. Yeah, and it's got (laughs) scrub brakes on it. It just pinches one of the back tires. (laughs) Ah, He pulled the track tires off the back and put like go kart slicks on
0: it and. (laughs) Oh dang. Oh, she's kicking. Oh, Can no. you imagine mom though? Mom's no. like, "What the hell did you let your dad do?" It's, it's got my dad. What am I supposed to, it's, it's got Damn the it, power, dad.
2: <laughs> it's got the power to weight ratio of a Bugatti Veyron. Oh,
1: it's probably better, man. it, it looked Thoroughly stupid, unsafe, and like everything we enjoy. <laughs> you know, learn to
0: wreck it now, and that way when she's 16, she'll have it all figured out. It had a hand <laughs> throttle
1: open. on the center bar in between oh, the seat and the my handlebars. God,
0: like a fighter pilot. Or
1: like one of those Schwinn Stingray bikes, oh, except oh, this yes, has yes. actual power to it. Oh, my. <laughs> Good God. Okay, sorry to derail that. What'd you guys do? Well, a uh,
2: couple things. I've got uh, my first experience. With an actual Porsche Club of America, well, the they let City you inside? Um, Yeah, they were just like, "This guy's got a Porsche. Come on, come on, this way." I had like VIP and everything. No, I'm just kidding. It was just a <laughs> nice little meet uh, that was, was it was it was hosted by uh, by the new location of the Motors on Lee Summit. But so they have a nice little oh, they sp- oh, have oh, cool, a second that's close location to home for you. Yeah, it was it literally to the meet. Was like five minutes at. at now, when at you
0: least. say new location, do you mean second or a second location, or did they? It's move? a second location. No, no, oh, second okay. Location. I was about to say what? It's their newest location, and it, it's just a, it's they just... own half of I thirty five. I mean, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like a, a brand new dealership, but
2: just like a used lot in a sense to no, help service people on the Missouri it's side. It's been
1: there for a few years, but it's a newer dealership, and it's nice. It's pretty inside, and they do get some rather incredible trade ins. Oh yeah, I'll give. Oh, them oh that. so
0: that's their used lot. Yeah, just used lot. But so they, all you those know, jags that nobody wants anymore, they take the jag off sure. to there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and you then, then eventually they ship it off to, uh, yeah.
2: to Topeka and dump it in the field somewhere. And I need, <laughs> no. one, I need
0: one of your smart cars for the golf course. <laughs> no, <crummy. laughs> but it was nice. I've driven one of those. It
2: was a good handful of, uh, of Porsches that showed up, including a couple of just really, really nice ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A couple of 80s ones. One was like mm-hmm.
1: of n- one of nine. Was everybody cool to you, or was it kind of the way that you imagine a Porsche club would be if you were on the outside looking in?
2: Um, it was a good experience. Enough to where I will nice. do it again and cool. again, as long as it keeps happening as minimalist as this. That's as awesome. Far as that That's goes. cool. That's so, cool. Um, I didn't talk to any many people about my own car because I was too busy not being by my own car and going off. Yeah, to everybody else's okay. car. So, uh, and a, there's a small, short, like four or five minute video of of some of the cars on Craven Cars. Oh,
0: so, very cool. Very uh, very
2: cool. And it was fun. We'll do it again. Uh, Honestly, I'll, I'll actually officially YouTube. sign up this time and actually be part of the club.
1: I saw the video pop up in my feed today. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to do anything other than try to catch up on work. So I haven't looked at it yet, but I will. Good. Craving Cars on YouTube. Go check it out. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And make sure you tell me which uh, which Porsche that you want to see more action
0: of, and I'll try to get a hold which of Which Porsche do, it. do you want, Marcia? Yeah. Hey, I mean, you like know. that? Ooh. You can use that. That's free. Ooh.
1: Wow, just you're quick. You. you should be in radio.
0: <laughs> and quick and useless. I am uh-huh. in radio. <laughs> now, one other thing.
2: Yes. So something that I'm doing this year, and, and maybe we'll talk more about that later on, but I'm, I'm doing some things with the uh, the Mustang Club. Oh, cool. Uh, and they reached out to Craving Cars to, to do more things. But more importantly, what I'm doing right now, and this is actually a conjunction with not just the Mustang Club, uh, but the KC Air Show. Oh yeah, and oh. this is about this one of a kind build Shelby Super Snake. It's the Blue Hornet, the Blue Horny. Yes, it will make it It's extremely. Yeah. Ee Haw, extremely. Just to give you an idea, I mean, this is obviously it's a it's a you know kind of inspired by the Blue Angels. That's yeah. the whole idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but they, yes. they got this is a uh, one hundred and fifty four thousand dollars Shelby.
1: Before you go any farther. I know they've done several uh Shelby GT500 Super Snakes and I think when they first started doing them there were 700 horsepower or so what what's this thing Oh my out? god. This, I'm sorry, I just pulled it up on
2: on This it, is it Okay,
0: okay. It just,
2: just, just it started they sent it to him as a Mustang GT they shipped it up to Vegas to Shelby. They put a 3 liter Whipple supercharger on this thing. The the
1: supercharger's 3 liters. The
2: supercharger's 3 liters. 825 <laughs> Safe horsepower. In other words, <laughs> apparently they can turn it up and go a lot more, but that's just where they left it for now. Yeah, Mr. 825 ain't safe.
1: 825 isn't safe. It doesn't ca- seem that way. I've driven a 600-horsepower car, and the thing got sideways if you looked at the gas.
2: But get this. No, they didn't just do that, though. So they did some other really cool things. Bore the cab back, exhaust. I mean, it sounds amazing. I got to hear it, so that was good. Uh, does. Uh, they redid the entire cooling system. Um, it has FR3 track suspension. Ford performance track suspension, a bigger Brembo GT brake package all the way around. Um some, oh, if you're some gonna go awesome fast, little forged wheels, stop. custom interior, but it's on a wide body kit. Oh. It's got three forty fives in the back and Oh my god. It's got three forty fives in the back and three oh fives up front.
0: Dude, look at that. It's
2: shiny AF. It
1: really okay. is. Well, you're going to have to send me the pictures now so I can post them with a the show. It Jeez, really is cool. The,
2: the inspiration thing. behind it is really cool. But here's the thing. Guess who owns it? Who Nobody. Is... And it can be yours. Uh-oh. They're for... raffling this car off. The purpose for this to be built was to do nothing but to do a charity
1: for— okay, who, Which? Who's the charity?
2: Okay. Um, the charity is going to be for—so they're going to split it 50-50 on the net proceeds of this car when they get okay. it right. Half of it's going to Children's Mercy of Kansas City. Okay, Yay. awesome. Awesome, good thing. And the other half is going to the uh, KC Air Show's charities STEM education programs. Oh, 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 that's good too. Uh, yes, it's extremely nice. good. That's um, very good too.
1: So, how much are raffle tickets? Where can we find them?
2: $95 a ticket. They're only going to sell 6,000 tickets. Oh. No more. It's only got about a month left. Yeah, so but you that, don't got a whole lot of. That's a lot
0: of money. That's a little better odds than, uh, than the ticket I bought on the way here. Yeah, no kidding. I want uh, that $515 yeah. million. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, but I, I looked at it today. After taxes and everything else they take out of it, it's only
0: 198 Son of a gun. What well, I, $198 of, million. That, how are yeah. you going to get by?
1: I, I know. Yeah. Speaking I, of taxes, too, it, you hit that what? sucker. I really expect dinner out somewhere. <laughs> because of the
2: value of this car at one hundred fifty-four thousand, they're going to also help with that sales tax too. Oh, Ooh. nice! Yeah. So they want someone to, when they whoever wins it, they want them to keep it and drive it and enjoy it. One hundred fifty. Now I wonder if you
0: lose, can you write off the raffle ticket? It's tax deductible. You can take a stab it's a charity at it, whether one, or not yeah, the right IRS yeah. buys, you know. <laughs> uh, it's if you like an audit crawling up your well, wazoo. Go yeah. for it, Tiger. <laughs> it's, it's still going to charity, right? But the best way,
2: the easiest way, <laughs> easiest way here to find out where you need to go to get yourself a raffle ticket or just to look at more of the car, Um you Craven cars, cars on YouTube. There's we'll a small short video, links. and it has the link in the description. We will of that. also nice. have
1: the links on readthedriven.com. Perfect. Yep. So That works. And back to your, can you write this off? I have a new phrase for you, Mr. Groves. It's gang audit.
0: <laughs> gang audit. Yeah. Huh. There's something else that starts with gang, and I don't think I like that either. And neither one of them include, include no.
1: lube. <laughs> is so anything you're anything to do with gangdom style, or is that different? No.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what we're talking uh, about. Not really. All righty, before we get too far off the rails, what did you do this week, dude? Oh, I want to also mention uh, 3.5 seconds. Zero to sixty in that thing, yeah, a Mustang. That's oh, oh, probably like traction limited. Uh, right, I uh, right. I went. I finally found a trailer. A a. I found a trailer, not bring a trailer. I found one and uh, drove down to Springfield, Missouri on Saturday and picked it up. Cool and great condition. Um, you know, it's a used trailer, so it, it has a little of this and a little of that. But you don't it, have to tell me how much. But was it decent price? Oh yeah, it was a thousand bucks. For uh, a 2006 Kendon uh, two-motorcycle two cool, trailer. Man. Yeah, the fold-up one that you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, roll around. And, and I don't feel like that, that, that I, doesn't sound bad. That no, that I may or may not have suggested suggest to you. They're like, yeah, th- actually, that first one that you sent me was a Kendon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I waited and waited, almost bought another one that was a single-cycle one, but that was that one that yeah, I, 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 I whined about OBL the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this one popped up, and I'm like, don't wait. So I, I bought it online. And uh, went down. It was at a dealership, though, which was really nice. So went down to the middle of Springfield off of St. Louis Street, picked it up. Uh, Nice condition. Good condition. Did you fold Um, it up against your garage wall? oh yeah yeah okay now the one thing the funny thing though <laughs> oh boy because I'm me Here is we that go. I get it home right and i I tug that bastard into the uh, uh into the garage because uh it had a little crank wheel but it had a somebody put a uh kind of a pretty skeezy metal fairing on the front of it just to Keep yeah. rock chips Yeah, and- to keep rock chips. So that was all nice, but it was kind of U-bolted in and it was uh. a little flimsy. And this, and it even had the crank down, you know, a little wheel so you okay. could level it. But that thing was connected to the metal fairing itself, which was flexible. So when you cranked it down, it went sideways and was oh. just really not smart. And I'm like, okay, so I took all that off. And I pull it in, and I have been so careful because all those ones I looked at were either rusty this or this one's missing a ramp, off. that one had all the bad blah blah blah, and always those trailer lights were always mangled because uh-huh. they would put them up and then tip them over uh-huh. and they're crush it. And I'm like, look, this thing's and they're all working, the blinkers work, the blah blah blah. I put it and my wife was helping me, and I tip it up and we hear this, <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> And I look over and there's all these red shards all over the floor where I hadn't noticed that the light was right in line when you lifted it up with that metal wheel on my nice uh, uh, Oklahoma Joe smoker. <laughs> I didn't notice how far the wheel stuck out. And, it, I, and I, there, were, there were bad words said kids i did not set a nice example for how an adult no. should talk in public no. it was in my garage but it was real freaking loud <laughs> and vehement um but i lucked out because those are pretty generic and it didn't crush the actual box okay so it just burst the lens and i went up to a advanced auto five bucks later i'm good cool so i'm happy about that i will have to replace the tires on it there's wear on the inside tread uh-huh. Like a real kind of a warpy wear. And I looked that up, and apparently, whoever owned it beforehand uh overloaded it. Ah. They must have had two big freaking bikes well, on it. Well, your bike is not that heavy. No, it's like 500 pounds. Yeah. Uh, a little more than that with me on it. But.
1: Yeah, but I don't, <laughs> Almost twice. I don't see you on the bike, on the trailer, long distance. Yeah, that's not going to
0: happen. Honey, <laughs> not, hit it, baby. Let's roll. I'm not, on the highway now. Not unless you lose your eyesight and your wife's being real accommodating. <laughs> that My wife made a, a terrible, terrible strategic mistake uh, yesterday because uh, drove, I drove the motorcycle over to a place to get the tires put on it and uh, had her follow me so I could have a ride home and when we get back in the car she's like oh you, look, you you just look so small on that thing i mean it's just you're, when i saw you next to these other and she was being real sweet about it and <laughs> everything worried about her and i'm like oh so I need a bigger bike to be safer. And she's like, no, no, that's not nah. what I said. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You put it out loud, and I made it truth. So, <laughs> so I, I've been... And, and uh,
1: you you may or may not have a friend who is very
0: uh, enabling when it comes to motorcycles. <laughs> well, I've already been... Uh, I've got a number saved that are... Uh, 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 again, they're Vulcans. I really I enjoy my bike. And I, I kind of like the weird culture that's up around it, but um, they're like there are welcome Vian, to
1: the sickness. There are twelve hundreds, and
0: there's a sixteen hundred that I'm real interested in. Yeah. and they're I, all in the three. I, I would
1: say get a summer under your belt on this, yeah, and then come winter. The time between Shopper Thanksgiving at? and Christmas seems to be really prime. Well, that's when I found that one. That's when I found my bike, so we we'll
0: I, we'll I remember
1: see. it being a little brisk when I rode it to your yeah. house.
0: I <laughs> yes, froze my was.
1: forehead and it didn't thaw <laughs> out for four days. Can, can I throw something
2: in the middle of this? Sure, sure, sure. And, and it's it's actually props to you two, because you know me. I'm obviously a big car guy, but I'm not a giant... I don't dislike them. I like seeing them, especially at shows, but I'm not a huge motorcycle guy, right? Yeah. But I enjoy a lot of things about it, but I'm not going to go out and buy one. I'm just not going to But what it is, is what there are those few people that just, that are bike people that just kind of annoy you. And then there's the ones that, that don't, you guys don't because part of it is like, as much as you, you are into, into the bikes and all the, and what you're doing. The thing is, you're doing it safely. Yeah. You guys, we're we're, 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 we're in a state (laughs) (laughs) and you are now. (laughs) We're in a state that doesn't require a whole lot of stuff, but you're still wearing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's just, I look at that and I like, that's just. I've, I've had that
1: one appreciation with that. Street bike accident, and uh, the helmet I had on at the time saved my life. Yeah. And the, it is. It just takes one hit, doesn't it? It's not a question of whether or not it would have. I skipped the helmet off a curb. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Explains a lot. I would have been, you know, if I wasn't dead. I would have gotten nothing but coloring books for Christmas for the rest of my First life. Your
0: life, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I just, that one's real pretty.
0: Yeah.
1: And, it's, it and, really like big, and the really big, f-
2: the really big fat crayons, too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have. There would have been some medical tape helping me hold the thing. Nice
2: eye <laughs> to <of> detail there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, what, I, I do. I appreciate. What are you and, talking and, about?
1: Fine motor skills. Yeah, you know,
2: <laughs> I, I, I saw someone just the other day. Uh, no, granted, this was a sports bike, and they were in and out of cars, no helmet, t-shirt. And I'm just like, uh, flip-flops? Did uh, they have flip-flops? That's I, always my favorite. He was so quick, I couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I, even, I'm even looking right now for a uh, lighter jacket to wear during the summer. I'll help you find and a match uh, with armor. And, yeah, with armor. Yeah. Being, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, I have, props to you guys. I've well, thanks.
1: seen a guy on a sport bike wearing the running shorts tank top flip-flops. Jesus. Wash out a front end, <laughs> grabbing too much brake, coming up to a light too hot. Oh. And go sailing over the front. There is a term this is gonna make you cringe. There's a term in emergency rooms referring to hands and feet that have been in an accident. And the term is degloving.
0: Oh God, no. Oh, and it is oh, oh. it is
1: oh. absolutely what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Oh. Uh,
1: folks, if you got a strong stomach and it's not time for dinner, you might want to look that one up <laughs> online. It's degloving. It's spelled exactly the way you think it would be. I'm not looking at but it. But be forewarned, Mark, if you're doing it, don't do it. Oh now, no, dude. no.
0: I, I, I know what that's all about.
1: <laughs> it, and it is what happens when you're not wearing proper gear like boots that go over the ankles or gloves. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It peels yeah. it off like a glove. And, oh yeah. my
0: Lord, it's oh you wear those dear. kind of clothes, you're just gonna get a flat sunburn. For now, I'm yeah. going to stay with the four Ugh.
2: wheels and the doors and the roof to protect me. Well, yeah. not always the doors because I do have a Jeep Wrangler and I don't, I don't use the doors. <laughs> in that, so. But still, there's got a roll bar, You've got
1: infinitely better and odds in that Jeep <laughs> yes. with the doors off than you do on a, a bike wearing improper gear. So there's that. Yep. Yep. I mm-hmm. wow. I just I you guys I'm I'm amazed you guys don't tackle me ever you must let me do the crap I do because you need the entertainment
0: <laughs>
1: so i bought that corvette i bought uh-huh. that that blue 65 corvette convertible yeah, and yeah. uh i checked Beautiful, out what it would car. what it would take to haul it back home uh either on an open trailer or to have it shipped in an enclosed trailer and both numbers were pretty significant numbers yeah. and also Because all the carriers were busy hauling stuff to Amelia Island and hauling stuff into the Mecum Auction and Indy and everything else. It was going to be weeks before I got my car. And you both know how patient I am. (laughs) Extremely. (laughs) So, uh, In my infinite wisdom, or lack thereof, I decided it would be a good idea to fly to California, Mm -hmm. check out the car, Mm -hmm. and then throw my crap in it and drive it home.
0: Well, yeah. I've done it twice. Why wouldn't you? Doesn't every great adventure start like that? I bought two cars that were halfway across the country. Or a great mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Lots
1: of drinks and poor decisions later. (laughs) Uh, And the trip was epic. It was long. And we're going to talk about it in a little bit because the story is lengthy. There were lots of uh, realizations, discoveries, a little bit of wisdom gained and the idea that I ain't never driving that car that far again. No. <laughs> <laughs> 2,400 miles. But
2: it did it, though. 20,
1: it, did it. It, it did It did do it. It also taught me that you can get a sunburn in a car. <laughs> uh, and, and a lot of other lessons were learned. But we're going to get to that in just a little bit. Uh, we've got some cool stuff in the news this week. A really fantastic automotive library is for sale on Bring a Trailer. The new Hummer is, good Lord... it's it it weighs too much it's too big and it weighs too much and lamborghini how god we can't see it's not the end of the world but we can see it from here lamborghini (laughs) is going to be fully hybridized by 2024 three years three years that is really really fast that's aggressive we don't have a guest this weekend it's me talking about how not smart i am driving (laughs) 56 year old cars across the country and all of that
0: stuff. Uh, got a little bit of stuff to t- cover in the news this week, so let's get to it. From Road & Track, John Lamb's automotive libraries for sale. This isn't just a little library of books. This is a hella big one. John Lamb's 37 years writing of, and photographing for Road & Track. It helped define, define the the magazine's look, its voice. He developed that expertise through constant reading, amassing a library of 643 specialist mm. publications and, and the entire collection is for sale man that's a lot bigger than my library i'm a that's i've got 20 impressive.
1: years of road and
2: track magazines for sale
1: <laughs> do you really no not really oh. i didn't think so
2: <laughs> I, would, uh, I, I, I actually used to have like 15 years worth and i had
1: to get rid of it. i have 30 years
0: worth of ncrs driveline and corvette restorer
1: downstairs
0: Ooh. And Keep, I've I've got a it. library of spooky stuff that I don't think even you know half price books would go. Nah. No. You have got a
1: collection of, you've got a like, collection of, of tall you got a collection of thirteen inch action figures from every movie it's and, a lot. and weird
0: genre. And those are for sale, and if you want to find them, just and, send and, me something. Yeah, tell Brett and and, and
1: and all of the <laughs> Ash <laughs> action figures, which are and just those
0: I'm not selling. Cool.
1: <laughs> Um, I, 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 I don't want to detract us too far here. I do need to borrow a couple of thirteen-inch uh, GI Joes with the 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 garb and the uh, guns. Yeah. If you got them, there's a dead squirrel out in the cul-de-sac.
0: <laughs> War is hell. I want to stand those guys up behind it like it's a hunting trophy. <laughs> you smell that? That's the smell of victory. Um, Lamb's Library, currently listed on Bring a Trailer, has 84 books on Ferrari alone. It also has 64 books of archived yep. road and track road tests, 199 issues of Automobile Classique magazine, oh. and a wide variety of other books, obviously covering cars, manufacturers, tracks. It, it, it fits about vehicles... It's pretty much plugged into his that's, collection. That's like 84 books of Ferrari more than I have.
1: Yes. And 80 books more than I have. Oh, there you go.
0: Now, some of them are signed. By like Phil Hill, friend of Lamb's, and America's lone Formula One World Champion. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Signed by Carol Apple Shelby. Oh, dang! There we go. Uh, many include original highlights and notes made while working on individual products. So this is this is like a big old chunk of history right yeah, here. Absolutely. All with uh, all in the beauty of books, and a lot of them are really rare pieces. Oh yeah, a bunch of highly specific stuff. There's a bunch of ex- obscure things. Its bigger value maybe in what it represents. The book tells the story of how Lamb built and maintained. Uh, his expertise on all of it, on the automotive world, his kind of life in general. Now, it's an auction, and it ends on the 24th of May. Now, whether the buyer is interested in Lamb's history, in the automotive world, or the books themselves, oh, I would be. you're going to end up with a uh, an amazingly interesting collection. Uh, the bid as of right now, as of recording this, is at $6,800, uh, but sure to go higher. I have met
1: his son, John J. Lamb, uh I know him and Alan Galbraith. Those are the two guys who uh, put on uh, Lemons, Concord Lemons and Lemons uh, Racing and all that stuff. They're fun to talk to. Very cool. And and I met Jay in Monterey a few years ago (laughs) just for a couple of minutes. I'm not trying to make it out like I know him, but he was funny. Oh yeah, he was seriously funny and a, a,
0: a huge personality, and kind of a cool guy. Who was it we interviewed that was a uh, lemons representative? Alan, Alan Galbert. That was Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was hilarious. Yeah, both and those guys so are. fun to talk to. But they they both are. So uh, check that out because it uh, if you're if you're really into having a collection, man, I, I, what I, a way I to fill for reasonable. that collection.
1: If you remember, um, Sports Car Market, the magazine I work for. Their library of car books, they sold off here, oh, geez, I think it's probably back in January or so. And if memory serves, that wound up going for $17,000. Oh, wow. But there were lots of rare titles and things that oh, okay. you know are long out of print. And I think from what I've seen of Lamb's collection, there's a lot of rare stuff in there, too. Plus, nice. signed by Phil Hill, signed by Carol Shelby, cool stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's a dollar or two. Absolutely. Also from road and track, the new electric Hummer is going to weigh as much as four Miatas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stack of deep. So m- cheap. most,
1: most of the electric cars that are being made now, uh, <laughs> they're much heavier than the, their gas driven counterparts because the batteries weigh so stinking much. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the electric power plants in this country are still coal fired. I wonder if there's some math formula on this to figure out whether or not we're coming out ahead on the electric cars that are so stinking heavy and have to – that require a certain – I'd, I'd love to see the math on this.
2: We, we certainly won't be coming
0: out ahead when this thing comes out. No. <laughs> it's, uh, so, it's GMC Hummer EVs curb weight, 9,046 pounds. Good God, man. <laughs>
2: you know, you say four Mianos, that's one thing. But when you actually say the weight – That's another. And when you hit the
0: horn, it goes, (laughs) comes with free oars
1: and an anchor.
0: This number seems to only apply to the Loaded to the Gills Edition 1, so there's at least that. It's based on the huge pickup truck version of the new Hummer, and it carries the most powerful drivetrain option available, with three electric motors making 1,000 horsepower. Because that's what you need to go to To, Walmart. Yeah, that's what you need to to push 9,000 pounds. pounds. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It has a uh, (laughs) 200-kilowatt battery. The new Hummer pickup is actually way bigger than the original Hummer H1. Yeah. I mean... Think. Let that sink in. It's way bigger than the original Hummer I've H1. I've
1: seen one in the flesh. It is a large piece of machinery. Wow.
0: And the 2006 Hummer uh, H1 Alpha weighed 8113 and measured 185 inches. <laughs> you know what? I don't think that's actually that long because some of the bombers I've looked at when I was uh, looking for a classic car, I was hitting 216 inches. Yeah, but you also got to remember the damn thing was 8 feet wide. True that. <laughs> The new EV Hummer pickup is 31.8 inches longer than the old rig, and the upcoming uh, EV SUV will be 20 inches shorter than the pickup and will make only... Oh, which means horsepower. it's only 11 inches longer than the original one. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a deal at twice the price. Yeah, no, a brand-new Mazda MX-5 Miata Club weighs uh, 2,345 pounds, so if you put 334 pounds of stuff into a new GMC Humber EV pickup, and, you know, two uh, two two adults, and maybe some cell phones, beverages, you'll end up with a vehicle that weighs as much as four Miatas. Stupid. Jeez. To make this thing even further, a Caterham 7 kit car weighs 1202 pounds <laughs> now hey hey a cadrum in
1: their defense is a very minimalist car well sure it's kind of like an aerial atom it's an exoskeleton and some skin over it and not much else yeah
0: yeah you yeah. Know, 7.5 of those will make a hummer <laughs> uh another issue at 4.5 tons the new Hummer will be tons. legally prohibited from crossing a number of bridges in the U.S., including the Brooklyn Bridge in New York.
2: So, wow, it's an electric so, car that you have to actually pay attention to the how many tons can go across this bridge
1: Your sign.
0: suburban tank Jeez. is going to leave you sitting in places where you can't go.
1: I'll go you one better. <laughs> a few years back, I had a 2002 Ford F-250 crew cab, four-wheel drive, diesel.
0: Turbo yeah, diesel! <laughs> Le- Rolling gold lariat with leather interior and power. Damn, everything. Yeah. Damn right. Uh,
1: it drives
0: me and I like it. Uh, if memory
1: serves, that thing was around 5,500 pounds.
0: Oh, my God. So it's almost two This is us. two
1: tons heavier than that truck, and that truck would have towed your house down the street. Judy I, I got a friend
2: with an Audi RS7. It's the largest sedan that Audi makes. This weighs two of those. <laughs>
1: it's stupid. <laughs> it's almost two of the Mercedes.
0: You know, it, it takes you back to the question from Jurassic Park. Just because you can. No. Does it mean you should? No. No. <laughs> that, it's all, that's chaos. This is
1: all about coulda, not shoulda. <laughs> Get us out of here, Corey, would you?
2: Well, from our favorite road and track
1: you know, uh, hey they had a good week <laughs> thank I you road track st- i just yeah. thank you i started looking through the stories they had and the stories i found elsewhere and i just hey road and track was strong that's in that.
2: for the win that works right so every lamborghini um is looking to be a hybrid by 2024
0: god that's aggressive now, Blasphemy. for me that
1: seems
2: extremely close unless next year are we going back a couple years and then starting over
0: Oh no! I'm not
1: doing 2020 again.
0: <laughs> no, no, ain't nobody doing 2020. Bite your forked yeah. tongue, nay. It's a reboot, not you like just, a re. You just you it's just run away from that thought. It's... You know where the door is.
2: <laughs> anyway. So, Lamborghini has confirmed the entire model range will be plug into hybrids within three years. Wow. I, I just can't. I can't. can't no. Fathom that.
1: Not the plans, end of the world, but we can see it from here. It it,
2: al- it actually also plans to launch its first fully electric model soon after that.
1: Screw that! So, it's Lamborghini. You're not supposed to do that. It's supposed the, to be the Italians thumbing oh, their yeah. nose at the world.
0: Well, <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, you Which know, means if, not that if we're part of the doing Union. It, no,
1: we, we do that. how we want to do.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, for years, um, for the years 2021 and 2022, uh, they are uh, we are still in good opportunity to uh, to go forward with combustion engines only. Says the Lamborghini CEO, Stefan.
1: Winkleman. Yeah. Winkelmann, Winklevi. Ever,
2: yeah. Well, so that explains it. This is what happens
1: when you let the Germans take over the, it, the go. good Italian <laughs> with stuff. With new
2: versions or updates. So then comes the second step, though. The heves of making you electric. <laughs> They've decided to electrify all of their top line by the end of 2024, which sounds like they don't have to. They've just elected to do it. Just to do it. So, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Anyway, the Uris is set to be hybridized uh, first. Uh, with winkerman's promise still one it of the... will be faster than the raw v eight in the uh, the current one now euros
1: so. still one of the worst names in all of odom automotive dom
2: yeah, it really sounds like it's something you go to a doctor to uh,
1: yes you have absolutely an issue. you know one i p can you check my Urus? Urus, yeah
0: <laughs> Urus and the Winkleman will take yeah. care of it now i I do find it uh kind of cool in a way though that it it will outperform. The
1: gas one? Well, the you know when they do a hybrid, it's still a yeah. gas motor, and then you add electric power. And I think they said what a, most of the electric stuff is going to drive the front wheels. Yeah,
2: with it, a little it, bit going to and the. And then rear. it kind of assists the engine, right? it's it just the combustion engine. So it's well. going to
0: be more powerful and which faster. means
2: faster,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And a lot of those are all wheel drive. Of course, too, they're all going
0: to be nine
1: thousand so. pounds because they got those big batteries.
2: <laughs> well, it suggests that the 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 version of the six hundred seventy horsepower hybridized V eight. Out of the uh, Porsche Cayenne Turbo SE Hybrid is going to be part of this new Urus. Ooh, Ooh. so we'll see what that comes up. And and being a Lamborghini, I'm sure they're going to be like, we got to be faster, so they're going to maybe bump it up (laughs) a little more. The Aventadors replacements uh, replacement will follow. A hybridization will come in conjunction with hold on, a version. Of the current carved mighty natural aspirated V twelve engine. This is great. So even though it's a hybrid, it still sounds like the Aventador
1: is still gonna have a V twelve. So. Uh, yeah, well it that'll have to have that shrieking V twelve to over well power the whistling
2: Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> the well well Winkleman says like that the, the sound is not gonna be an issue. Uh which is good because that's what well kind of Lamborghinis are known for, right? Yeah, absolutely, they? man. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Sounds not going to be an issue. Something that that uh, something that they would need to take care of because of the engine uh, will still be there. So that's good to go. So it's going to have the right sound. Also, Winkelman did not reveal the power plant for the Huracan though, but they are having a talk about replacing the V10 with a twin-turbo V8. That might not be the end of the world. No, what well, I also
1: heard LS the Audi R8 is
0: going to do the same thing. So
1: nah, LS it.
0: <laughs> there you are. Oh, uh, oh, the oh, damn oh. straight. And you there know you the go. wheels that go on it when you do that. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Craigers. Praise oh, yeah. the Like 18 inches wide, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go deep <laughs> and go cheap. I'm in.
1: It's... <laughs> It's going to look like a crock pot. Could chrome. you imagine dropping wide meats on a, a <laughs> cro- <Pot> chrome,
0: chrome. <laughs> chrome crock pot with a spinner? Are they going to be 15 inches? 15 inches. Well, <laughs> That's just going to be the middle, the middle circle, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where the SS is. Oh, God. All right. This, this
1: would normally be where I would introduce our guest, but so, we don't have and, one and this And now week. we're going to have Mark do it. No, I'm it's, it's me and my poor decisions, and <laughs> those will be coming up next here on Driven Radio. Welcome back to Driven Radio, coming to you from Driven Radio Studios in Overland Park, Kansas. Everybody who's been listening to this show for more than like 12 minutes knows that I've been chasing uh, a 65 or 66 Corvette convertible in Nassau Blue for years. I will have you. Yes. It's been my dream car for a long, long time. <laughs> been chasing them for a long, long time and finally pulled the trigger on one a couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, only problem was car was in Northern California and I'm not, <laughs> so started looking around trying to see what shipping back here would be. And like I mentioned earlier, shipping was going to be pretty steep, even if it was an open trailer. And because all the shipping companies were busy with Amelia Island and Meekum and all the other stuff that's going on, it was going to be weeks before they got it here. Oh, and I'm can't not have that. I. I I finally got around to pulling the trigger. I want the thing here.
0: I want, my, I want <laughs> it now. No, it's really clear. <laughs>
1: you, How many years do you think you were looking for one? Uh, oh, dude. geez. It's, it's been a while. 10, easy. Okay. So you went, went 10
2: years before pulling the trigger. So once you pull the trigger, it's like, I can't wait another minute longer. No. Yeah.
1: What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I, now.
2: No. No. I'm not. I'm just, I'm agreeing with you, is what I'm saying. I'm I,
1: like, I got yeah. here and now I'm ready. So I decided that it would be cheaper for me to fly out to California and get the car and drive it home because I'm not very patient and I don't always think things through.
0: <laughs>
2: Mark, I don't. Is, is that the way he is? I don't remember. Uh, no. Okay. A- and I can be
1: difficult to <laughs> dissuade from my poor decisions. So, uh, a- and and let us not forget. I had a Southwest Airlines gift card. <gasps>
0: oh, game for over.
1: Two years that I hadn't done anything with them.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> it was, was right. I can fully justify this now. I'm flying <laughs> out there. I'm, so I flew to Sacramento to get the car. Corvette's owner picked me up at the airport and drove me to Yuba City to see the car. And how far away? Yeah, it's it's half hour, 45 minutes. It's not that bad. Okay. Um, I did a very hasty inspection on the car. I probably gave it as much time as I would have inspecting a car that I was going to write up for one of the magazines. So I did, you know, 15 minutes, walked around it, kind of looked things over. It was off the trailer. I didn't really want to get down on the ground. I didn't look at the undercarriage a whole hell of a lot. I was anxious. Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I I'm not buying a dime of that. You turned on the radio and licked it. <laughs> And threw your money at them and said, let me go.
1: <laughs> no, that's not accurate. I did not turn on the radio.
0: <laughs> he, was, he was gone
1: before the the ink even dried. Wow, this know, fender tastes yeah. like sold.
0: Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so I pulled the trigger and I threw my crap in the back of the Corvette. And I drove it to Monterey. I just... Oh, I oh my God. Well, yeah. But the original plan was I was going to go to Monterey and then I was going to drive down the Pacific Coast Highway. And my parents and my brother and his wife and their kids were all staying in a rental house in San Diego for a vacation. And my sister already lives in San Diego. So I was going to drive down the PCH to San Diego and I was going to go see my whole family. And then I would drive across Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas and come home. Yeah. I got to Monterey and I called my dad and he was asking me about the car. And, you know, he's a car guy too. And we kind of shot the breeze about it for a little while. He says, don't drive down here. I Uh said, okay, Uh why not? He says, It is hotter than lava down here. Do not drive down here. (laughs) Southern California is over 100 degrees right now, which is really rare for them. Well, he said they were having a really hot snap, and, you know, Arizona is... Always that hot. It's you know, middle of yeah. May. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody in Arizona says, "Yeah, it's a dry heat." Yes. Yeah, so's a cutting torch. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> so's the surface of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: mid-year Corvettes are already notorious for throwing some heat off them when it's warm. Oh, yeah. And they do. And so I I stayed an extra day in Monterey, goofed off, and I got on the computer and started looking around for uh, roots home that would be, have cooler weather.
0: Yeah.
1: And what I found was I needed to drive right back. To Sacramento, through Sacramento, uh, to Reno, and then uh, to Salt Lake City, and then Colorado, and then home. All I, right,
2: I think you took the prettier route.
1: Well, it, it, there was a lot of pretty stuff to be seen. Uh, going down the California coast wouldn't have been too bad. Oh, no, that would have been good. And that's a, a lifelong dream I've had, and I will still do that. But I won't drive this car out there to do that. No, I'll no. either have it hauled or I'll rent something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. uh, anyway... Uh, I decided to come back and take, uh, highway 80 across Nevada because it was going to be a lot cooler than highway 50 was, which is a lot further South and then go through salt Lake city. And I'd never seen that corner of Utah and then drop down to green river, Utah and drive across on i 70. So here's what happened. Hmm. That Corvette had been restored in 2017 and only driven 1600 miles since it had been restored. I was going to drive it over 2,400 miles in five
0: days.
1: (laughs) Like I said, I don't always think these things through. I didn't think this one through by a long shot. That car has side pipes. Side pipes are fun for about 30 miles, and then it's just loud. You come to realize you've got the exhaust pipe for a high horse V8 two and a half feet from your ear.
2: (laughs) So it's like sticking your head out of a trunk of a normal V8. Car. Not even that cuz you know <laughs> the trunk
1: blocks some of the sound. <laughs> so you definitely needed earplugs. When I had it, when I got there and I looked it over, it did have a few small things wrong with it, and I kind of figured 56 year old Corvette are just gonna yeah and one of the things that was wrong is the turn signal switch was kind of mushy and it had been on my 60 corvette and it was a 30 dollars part to fix it was no big deal and i figured okay fine i'll have to fix that when i get home yeah and that sort of stuff uh the soft top didn't want to stay latched in the rear because this guy had stored the car with the soft top down and it hadn't been stretched out in a long time oh uh, it was really really, really it? tight and so that you yeah, gotta take to the hundred degree weather, that'll uh, do it. It's yeah.
0: like my pants after COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! Especially after they come out of the dryer. It's yeah, really uh, hard to get that thing tighter. Yeah. Well, you, and
1: and much the same, you had to take care of the back first, and then try to latch the front. <laughs> <laughs> On this fifty-seven-year-old uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're seeing a pattern here. <laughs> so it as it happened you had to latch it in the back first and then you had to latch it at the windshield and uh it took a while but the top finally stretched out and it would stay latched yeah uh the guy who sold it to to me mentioned 19 times buy an extra fan belt and i listened to him but i just never got around to buying one
0: Uh,
1: it's not that bad fan belt made it home but by the time i got home every time you started it, the fan belt would squeal i think he was he knew something he wasn't saying. Uh he I'll I'll say this for the guy. He gave me a couple gallons of premix antifreeze and two quarts of mobile one. Um I didn't ever get into the antifreeze car never got that hot. It did wind up eating a quart a quart and a half of mobile one on the way home. Now, here's why
0: though. Hang on, let me take a, a quick sip. <laughs> let me take a drink. It was just busy sweating horsepower.
1: Well, That car's got a close ratio of four speed and a 370 Mm -hmm. rear end. So on the highway, when you're doing 75, it's turning 3,600, 3,700 RPM. If you get it up to 80, it's doing close to four grand. Okay. So over the course of 2,400 miles, it ate a quart and a half. But I was running it pretty good. It never leaked any. There was never any drops on the pavement underneath it. It just... It's a new and then engine, and it ate did. a little oil, and that was fine. Yeah. I had it. I checked the oil every time I got gas, and I just put it in as it needed. It wasn't so bad. The other thing was I didn't do much more than 80 all the way home. I didn't want to be hammering on a car when I was that far away from where I knew I could yeah. get it fixed if I needed to. Yeah. So there's that.
0: But, but still, you had it up to 80?
1: Well, Yeah but but
0: not that's that's, some of those highways that was just that's the speed limit i mean
1: yeah that was the speed limit across most of nevada and almost all of colorado uh so that wasn't so bad (laughs) and like i said i didn't really want to hammer it before i left monterey i ran around for a day collecting all the crap i thought i'd need and i got a big tool set and a scissor jack and some work gloves and sunscreen and ear plugs and a really great backup phone battery because just like the 60, the lighter doesn't seem to want to hold a phone charger. You know, it wants to spit it back out. So I got a really terrific backup battery that worked fantastic. That thing powered my GPS and my phone all the way home. It was a great, nice. Yeah. It's really cool. It's got like a 92 hour runtime on it. (laughs) I I couldn't believe it. Uh, Before I left Monterey, the morning I was going to leave Monterey, the rear suspension started making noise. And Hmm. every time you go over above, it go like a little, a little rub noise or grind noise. And I think part of the problem, well, part of the problem was the rear shims and the suspension hadn't been set up right. And I think the other part of the problem is the radial tires that are on there are um, a bit wider than the bias plies that came on it. Now I managed to find a shop in Monterey I couldn't believe how nice these guys were or how accommodating they were Newton Brothers I promised them I would give them a big shout out on the show Newton and brothers. say nice things all about right, them. Monterey and it's three or four brothers who all run the shop together I found out there's 10 of them there's 10 of them there's freaking 10 of them <laughs>
2: was a busy family.
1: I, I said something to the guy I, I said to the guy god your parents didn't have any hobbies he said no just the one <laughs> and so one of the owners is a guy <laughs> named Doug Newton. He
0: Must said they said. were
1: absolutely booked. He couldn't get to me for a couple of days. And I looked at him, I said, and I told him what, you know, I just bought the car a couple of days ago. I'm 2000 miles from home. Yeah, I, I just need some help. Did you give him your puppy dog eyes? I don't know that I got puppy dog eyes, but he took mercy on me, thank God, and thank Doug. He pulled the car <laughs> into their shop. He worked on the thing for four and a half hours, oh, wow. got the shim straightened out, did a four wheel alignment on it. Tra- the car tracks straight as an arrow now. And Sweet. uh and then charged me two hundred bucks.
0: What? Wow. Yeah. Holy crap.
1: He grossly undercharged me.
0: There are good people out there. You found some.
1: There are, and I couldn't thank him enough. So, Doug and Brian and everybody at Newton Brothers, thank you so very much.
0: And, boys, very uh, cool. Very thank cool. your parents. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, God bless your <laughs> folks. Uh, yeah. and, Amen. Uh, I, I couldn't, can't thank you enough. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. sound came back 40 miles later. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> And I don't I don't know if I lost a shim or something just needed to settle or whatever. Like I said, the tires that are on that car are quite a bit wider than, uh, than stock. I was so aggravated by that time. And, you know, having sat in their shop for a long time while I tried to get everything adjusted, I came up with the worst possible solution. Put in earbuds, crank up the music, try not to let the paranoia and anxiety of the car ruin your trip. Fat chance. Uh, so just jump in the car and keep going
0: just keep going just Uh,
1: go this car has knockoff wheels which means they've got a big center spindle and a and a spinner that tightens the wheel down rather than having Mm -hmm. five lug nuts yep I drove about 100 miles from Monterey, and I stopped to get gas. I noticed the driver's side front spinner was showing five or six threads when it's supposed to show none.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: And it had lost the center cap on the spinner. Oh, wow. You lucked out. There's a lead hammer that comes with the car for the spinners. I pounded the spinner back on there. It turned on a lot more times than it should have. (laughs) And uh, um, so now I'm paranoid. I start checking all the spinners all the way around get back on the highway, go another 50 miles and uh, thought I felt another shimmy and in the, in the wheel pulled over. That front spinner had backed off about another thread, so I pounded it back on, and now I'm completely paranoid and anxious about the whole deal, <laughs> and every time I get gassed for the rest of the way home, I'm checking all four wheels. They were never loose again. They were never loose oh, again. Oh, they were After I got it, but it, it, neither, neither was my sphincter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But you couldn't hammer that one open. No, no. <laughs> no, that was... We're
1: <laughs> made, good. Made for a tough trip.
0: Uh, <laughs> My ears kept popping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not untrue. Uh, every gas stop, I was checking all the wheel spinners, checking the oil... Uh, cleaning the windshield, getting water, Gatorade, five-hour energy. All of my gas stops were like 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. They were a lot longer than they had to be. But I was so paranoid by then. I was just checking everything. And... It's got a 20-gallon tank on it. It was getting close to 14 miles a gallon, but I was stopping there every 175, 200 miles because the gas gauge is the world's biggest liar. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> never got to full. And here's here's the thing. When you fill it up, you know, that, that gas fill is in the middle of the rear deck. Right. Mm-hmm. You open up the flap, and you take off the cap, and then you're reminded, oh, all the cars now have – The ring in them, because they're only supposed to take unleaded gas, and it's a very specific size. Oh, crap, man. You can almost stick your hand inside the neck. (laughs) So when you're filling it up, you can watch the gas. You can watch it come up in the tank. You know when it's full, even if the gas gauge is lying to you. Oh, my God. Uh, But the gas gauge will get to like three-quarter, seven-eighths, but not quite entirely full. And then it goes down real slowly, and... A couple times I stopped, and when it said I was down to a quarter tank, because I didn't want to go too far, and you fill it up, and I know it's a 20-gallon tank, but it would only put in 13 gallons. So apparently a quarter tank is equivalent to 7 gallons in a 20-gallon tank. Now, you figure that math out for me and let me know how that works.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's a new math. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so a couple times I ran it down to an eighth of a tank, and I'm like, I've three and a half gallons. I'm not worried about this. I'm
0: good. I'm going to nail this down. You see, divide this. The yeah, one. not the not, way not,
1: that. <laughs> not the freaking way. That
0: works. Not from not is one from not. Not look, Jethro, back off. <laughs> yeah, it's mom pa
1: kettle math. Check this out. Uh, the soft top on that Corvette doesn't really seal up, and I've never had an old Corvette where the an old Corvette convertible where the soft top sealed were the damn. But, this one. Really doesn't seal. And again, I think it's because it hasn't been used enough and the fabric's still a little tight and it's pulling away from the windshield header. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the last 50 miles of the trip, I got into some pretty decent rain. And the last 10 miles of the trip, I got into <laughs> Noah and the Ark type frame. <laughs> And the way the water came in over the windshield looked like a flooded gutter.
0: Oh God! And it's dripping on the <laughs> interior of this new car. Oh uh, man! I got, I'm, I'm ten miles from home, and I'm so damn tired. And oh, you're all hyped up. Um, and I
1: had to pull. I, oh yeah! I, I'm shaking because I'm jacked up. Uh, I'm beat tired, but I'm drinking five hour energy and Monster Energy drinks and crap like that. So. I could
0: I could poop lightning right now. Oh, Let's yeah, go! I, I look like a
1: dog trying to pass a peach pit. And. and It starts raining. I got to 95th and 435. I'm 10 miles from home, and I had to pull under a gas station awning because it was dumping on me. Um, (sighs) So that's all the bad crap. That's all the bad crap. I knew the car would have some needs, and I knew it would have some things I have to address, and it does. And, you know, the parking brake ain't great, and there's some other stuff on it. But uh, I already ordered parts as soon as I got home. Now, here's the good stuff, and this is what really made this trip. I stayed two days in Monterey. Monterey is gorgeous. It is so pretty, and the weather was nice and cool. Uh The highs were in the mid-60s, and I stayed in a really nice hotel, the Intercontinental on uh, Cannery Row, and there was – you could see the Pacific from my hotel room. Oh, sure. And there's a sliding door on the back of the room, so at night you just – open the door you don't have to have the white noise app on your phone that has the sound of waves oh, you get to you hear actual waves it. and you've got the sea breeze and all that man that was so
0: nice plus you're from the midwest so you got to pee off that porch and that's really the oh yeah part walk,
1: walk out in the morning with a meister brow and your boxers <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah impress all the neighbors um Got to eat some really terrific seafood. We don't get fresh seafood here. We're too far away from it. But there, you know, it was probably swimming that morning. Uh, So the two days in Monterey were spectacular. Plus, I got that car, and everybody and their mother loves that car. I got lots of compliments on it. I fit in the 65 better than I fit in the 60 that I've had forever. The seats are really comfortable. The windshield is taller. You can look through the windshield to see stoplights rather than over it. Nice. Uh, that, that, that was good. And the, the seats are fantastic. I can't say enough about the seats. They're terrific. It's got a big glove box. It's got decent luggage space. The gauges are laid out well, and they're crystal clear. They're even easy to read at night. It was really cool. Yeah. It has sun visors. My 60 doesn't. They were an option. The car didn't come with them.
0: Ooh. You know, I didn't even think about that because when you, when we pulled the top down, I yeah. saw the sun visors. I didn't even think
1: about yeah, that. Yeah, it's got sun visors. Nice. I didn't use them a ton, but it's got them, so yeah. it was kind of cool. <laughs> uh, again, the seats are fantastic. I never knew how good a, cor- a vintage Corvette could be. And we were all standing out in the garage before the show, and you look at the 60 and the 65 sitting next to each other, and you realize that's only five years apart. And they seem like completely, utterly different cars. They really do. Yes, they really do. uh, There's that. It has interior lights. It has courtesy lights. The 60 hat didn't have those. Again, they were an option. It was weird for me. I opened the door and the light came on. I thought, oh, crap, look wow. at that. He's in luxury
2: over here, Mark. Come on, it's pretty cool.
1: Uh, it's got an AM FM radio and a power antenna, and that's fantastic. But I I haven't turned it on, and I'm not sure you could hear it over the side pipes anyway. <laughs> going through the gears and listening to that small block through those pipes is incredible, though.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to sound good. It's nice a running. little
1: like driving a vintage race car. It sounds really, really cool. Driving the car with the top down is incredible. Uh, driving the car with the top down through the Tahoe National Forest while listening oh. to the early Van Halen catalog oh. was fantastic. And I didn't need to put on a fleece pullover until after the sun went down, and that's about all the cooler I got. So that was really, really cool. Pizza nice. It was really cool. One of the things I did... Uh, is the first two days on the road trip back I drove with the top down until I took a shower in the hotel at the end of the second day (laughs) and I'm cleaning out my ears with a washcloth and it came back brown and I was like okay it's uh it's it's time to put the top up tomorrow the other thing was when I drove the next day with the top up I realized how much I've been wind beaten and it was a lot easier drive the third day (laughs) i'll bet it was it really was um i stayed in an aloft hotel in reno nevada never again freaking never the interior decor looks like a hipster douchebags fever dream of what a high-class hotel would be if it (laughs) combined a mix of IKEA brew pub steampunk and completely useless fixtures uh oh and this had the longest rooms any hotel i've ever been in my my freaking hotel room was eight blocks from the damn elevator <laughs> and to top it all off the desk lady had all the warmth of a rabid wolverine with a scorching case of saber tooth crotch crickets life decisions lady life decisions she was she was not friendly Piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> or another four-letter word.
2: I stayed at one of those types in Dallas, and I just, when I walked in the room, I was like, what the hell were well, they none thinking? Of the furniture, when none they... of the
1: furniture's comfortable, and none of it's no, useful.
2: it's just, and it's the, the oddest design that they decided to use. It's like, this is like the most wasteful space well, I've ever seen.
1: They've got this kind of corner booth thing, at least in the room I stayed in, and a table in front of it that's shaped like a kidney bean and is uh-huh. about the same size.
0: Yeah, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I stayed in one once. I'll, I probably won't ever do it again. So.
1: No,
0: uh, and obviously Brett won't. Only I, the bourgeoisie are comfortable. The proletariat knows how to yeah, how to live uh, in complete discomfort. Uh, apparently, it's, it's not it, race it, day it, it, it looked like
1: it looked like LSD meets a bad discotheque. Oh, nice. Uh, driving across Nevada on I eighty, there really aren't many big towns. Uh, you you hit little towns and little pockets of places, but. I kept being reminded that I was in Nevada cuz every place you went every truck stop every restaurant every everything had a casino off the side of it.
0: Oh yeah. yeah there you go. And yeah. they may
1: have been crappy little casinos but they were casinos. Yep. None lo- the the johns had casinos on them. Uh <laughs>
0: But <laughs> yeah, Dispense toilet paper and <laughs> Just, your bet with that one band yeah. bandit click. Hey, yeah. I got six sheets. I win. Oh, look at this. It's Charmin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding, There's your jackpot. <laughs> uh, the other thing about driving to Nevada is I'd never driven across Nevada. I'd you know driven around Vegas a couple times. Uh, the scenery's pretty cl- cool. It's a lot of kind of desert scrub, but there always seemed to be mountains on the horizon someplace, and a lot of the mountains still had snow on them. And so oh, it was pretty neat uh, driving across. I drove past the Bonneville Salt Flats.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it as flat as you think it would be?
1: And bigger, and a lot oh. bigger. You, you're just driving and driving and driving, and there's more salt, and there's more salt, and there's more salt, and that goes on for a <laughs> long time. It does. Uh I would have stopped because there were people out on the salt doing stuff and I really wanted to watch them but there were also really nasty looking storm clouds on the horizon and I'm driving that and I hadn't been in any rain yet but I was also thinking how the 60 Corvette top used to seal up and what it was like in the rain and it ain't it, it's decent now it used to be really not and i just didn't want to find out no i found out later but uh just didn't want to find out then then right uh, yeah for sure. um there's a town in in utah on uh on i-80 called Winnemucca, and you stop and get gas there because there's nothing or next to nothing for 180 miles after that yeah and so I stopped, check gas, check the oil, check the spinners, and then go on down the road. Got into Salt Lake City right as the sun went down. Grabbed a room at a Holiday Inn Express. I like those. Uh, they're an IHG property, and I'm one of their members, and I got a card with a zillion points on it, so I just stay there. It's a known quantity. You know what the yeah. room's going to be like. Yep. Uh, got there, ordered some food through Door- DoorDash. This last year, we've ordered out from DoorDash a ton just because you couldn't go anyplace. So when right. you wanted to get something, you got it delivered. Hey, DoorDash, when somebody orders pancakes and eggs, make sure there's some plastic wear in the stupid effing bag. <laughs> and if they order pancakes, I don't know, syrup maybe? Oh, you're kidding me. Nope, nope, nothing. So you got no condiments, no napkin, no... <laughs> So it gets to my room and I'm looking at oh and the other thing I got it was fried eggs not scrambled and eggs bacon and two pancakes I just it sounded good. Yeah. I had to wrap the eggs up in the freaking pancakes and eat them with my fingers. <laughs> you DoorDash that. jackasses.
0: <laughs> you ruined it. You had one job.
1: <laughs> um schmucks. Anyway, next morning, get up, Salt Lake City, down to Green River, Utah, which is where I-70 runs through. Here's the funny thing. Green River, Utah, and I-70 were a few miles away from where JR was done testing stuff with Can-Am. Oh, you yeah. You know JR from Watch yeah. JR? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to go 1,500 miles out of my way to be within 10 miles of <laughs> JR. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, Jr., if you're listening, I called you buddy, but I'm pretty sure you were busy doing what you were doing. Uh, wish we could have met up and had an adult beverage, but we'll give her another shot some other time. Uh, the rest of Utah was pretty nice, you know, driving from Salt Lake City down to Green River. It was a little warm and it was kind of deserty, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, you know, nice sunny day. I got into Colorado and I've driven across Colorado more times than I can count, but for whatever reason, they've stopped spending money on (laughs) I-70. They are not using any of those weed tax dollars
0: (laughs) on on
1: infrastructure. They're just not. And I-70 was chewed up all the way across Colorado. Wow. And really bad in the mountains. I couldn't believe how bad it was. It was like a high-speed goat trail. It was awful. It was really awful, which was – the bad thing was the scenery was so good. You're driving through the Rockies. They still had snow on a lot of the ski runs. Oh, there wow. was still snow in a lot of the mountains. I drove by Vail, and it looked like the ski runs could have been open till about last week. Uh, <laughs> it, it was really, really pretty, but the road was so awful, I'm surprised it didn't do major damage to the Corvette.
0: I I am kind of surprised too. The the worst roads I'd ever been on were in uh like lower part of Arkansas. Yeah, uh, I drove down from <laughs> Full Illinois. Yeah, yeah that's Full what preachers. it is. They lied about the roads. <laughs> uh, uh, shot down through Arkansas, and took a kind of a southern route to get to uh, Dallas, Texas, and it was the thing where every um, every stretch of concrete had some type of lip going into the yeah. next one, so you're get like, dunk, get dunk, get oh, yeah. dunk, get dunk, and you're kind of bouncing the whole way. Oh dude, you go through about, you know, a hundred, hundred and fifty miles of that and you are not friendly anymore. Yeah, no kidding.
2: That's funny you said because like I'm not that far from there and more like that southern eastern part of Oklahoma. Oh. Been the worst roads I've run on. They're yeah. not really good there either. Man, Colorado so, was bad. That's crazy. I've uh, been through Colorado and I don't remember it being like that way, but that's been some years.
1: Also, outside of Glenwood Springs, I had to sit on the side of the road for an hour and a half. They had a huge what? crash.
0: I saw your on thing I-70. on Facebook. Yeah. And an hour and a half, really?
1: Yeah, you can't sit in traffic in one of those cars. They'll overheat. No. Yeah, sure. So I just pulled over and popped the hood and sat there and kind of goofed off on my phone. And eventually, this lady cop who was working on. Uh, you know, traffic there came over. Cause I was the last person sitting there and we started shooting the breeze. I talked to her for about 10 minutes and she was really sweet.
0: Nice. And uh, yeah.
1: I asked her what was going on. And apparently some trucker had hot footed it through the corners, just down the hill, <laughs> tipped it on its side tipped the truck over, and they, you know, the trailer was decimated. It was destroyed. And whatever he was hauling was all <laughs> over the freaking highway. Oh, and, yeah. uh And, you know, they were finally let people go by on one lane, but I got to sit there for a little bit. By the time I got to Lyman, Colorado, after the road conditions on I-70 and three days in the car and worrying about the rear suspension and are the wheels going to fall off the <laughs> sucker and everything else, I'm frazzled and I'm a little bit rattled and I'm really tired and I've been drinking energy drinks which ain't helping me out any and at Lyman Colorado there's a little place called Oscar's Bar and Grill and I pulled up and I told myself no more fast food no more burgers no more chicken nuggets no more of that crap I'm going to go in here I'm going to find a real meal that has actual vegetables with it. (laughs)
0: Because the mail needs to be delivered. You know um, what I'm uh, saying? <laughs> I'm going to, well, I'm
1: going to sit down and eat something that doesn't smell like it's been preserved for a long time. And I sat down, and the waitress came over, and apparently she knows what a weary traveler looks like. Her name was Deanna, and she couldn't have been nicer. She was just a sweetheart. Aww. And it's a bar and grill. And she says to me, sweetheart, do you need a drink? And I said, yes, ma'am, I do. (laughs) I do. I really really need a drink. A good one. What kind of bourbon do you have? She says, we got them all.
0: We Yes, we have. A, we yeah, have I'll take and, that. Then. And I,
1: I said, you have four roses. She said, oh, yes, we have four roses. We've got Burrina and Rye. Said, oh, oh. Yes, please. Oh. You're my friend now. And I said, your bartender, does he make his old fashions with sugar or simple syrup? She said, simple syrup. I said, let me tell you what we're going to do.
0: <laughs> and so again, and, s- and so it's it was. Really and, and so
1: it was twice. And so ah, it was doubles. Nice. And from where I was sitting in the booth at Oscars, I could look across the Street and what was there? Dun 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 Holiday and Express. So I knew after I <laughs> ate my chicken fried steak and gravy and mashed potatoes and broccoli and had There you go. There I was waiting it, for the vegetable. I'm yeah, like, you cheated. I ate something green <laughs> and had my drinks that weren't green. Uh I drove right across the street and the gal who was working the desk at the Holiday and Express couldn't have been any nicer either. Holy crow, did I need that after the days I'd had on the nice. road. Everybody was very sweet. I got a good meal. I got a little tipsy, and I got to park my car and go to sleep someplace. Got up the next morning, threw everything in the car. Uh, once you get out of Colorado and that shoot-up I-70, and in Colorado's defense from uh, the eastern edge of Denver to Lyman, they had really nice highway. And then after that, it went to pot again. Got to Kansas. You could have snapped a chalk line at the Kansas State line and done surgery in the back of a car on our Kansas (laughs) highways. They were
0: smooth. Uh, Best
1: roads of the entire trip when I got back home. The other thing is gas was a buck and a half a gallon cheaper than any place else it had been.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So, yeah, we might live in Kansas, and a lot of the rest of the country might think we're pretty magoo, and that is just fine. I'm good with that. That is just fine and made it to bonner and then got dumped on it rained on me like i had a target on the roof it rained on me that's also was,
0: part of kansas that's jesus going do you yeah, really want to get uh, home Do you uh, really? Well, hey
1: welcome to spring weather in the midwest baby where's that tornado uh anyway it rained on my butt and i got it all the way home here's the here's the kicker because there's got to be one got it all the way home to the garage uh, or to the the stop sign down here, just outside our subdivision, and the brake pedal started to feel a little mushy. And I made the corner and came in the neighborhood real slow, just you know, keeping it in a second. Got sure. to the house, pulled the uh, car up in the garage. Brake pedal felt mushy. You know why it felt mushy? Because one of the one of the brake calipers is locked up, and now I can't back the car out of my garage. <laughs> It got it
0: all the way home, and then it said, oh, I'm, done. Yeah. "I'm done. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done." Okay, I'm spent.
1: The ah. car is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's comfortable. I love it. The side pipes are loud, but they really add to the aura of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. The it the guy had driven it 1,600 miles in four years. It really hadn't been sorted, and now the the things that need to be adjusted or need to be worked on I found them all on the way car I uh-huh. I really know the car well now I mean I'm I'm very acclimated to it I, I got my dream so, car yeah. I got my dream car it's 56 years old I I've had a bunch of old cars so I knew going into it it would need some stuff when I got back home it does and this is the 7th corvette I've had it's not like I'm new to all of this or it was a big surprise or anything I had a pretty fair idea what was coming. I did it anyway. (laughs) And this is usually the stuff that makes road trip stories. Epic is all the crap that happened on the way home. I had, I had a great time. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff to complain about and I'm kind of whiny sometimes, but there was also glorious stuff. Yeah. I got to drive that car top down in some of the prettiest scenery and it was just amazing. You know, I had it, in the Tahoe National Forest, I had it out at Monterey along the PCH and along the coast.
2: See, that's where you got it way over me because I bet that was just the most epic. I mean, because I'm, I'm out, the, out that way and I was bringing a portion, but it's all enclosed. There's no top There's no sunroof. So I'm more enclosed. I don't see as much in the car as you did in that yeah. Corvette.
1: There's, for anybody who is any kind of a car person, at least once in your life, yeah, auto-own a convertible of some kind. Yeah. If it's a Jeep or if it's like I a, won't disagree a, with that. an Oldsmobile or a big Cadillac or yeah. some kind of ragtop, yep. even if it's a little cheap ragtop. Man, I really like convertibles. It's and a I got kind to of drive, experience. I got to drive that one in some really cool places. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And for all the little crap that went wrong. And the hand wringing and all that crap. God, I don't want to break down, I'm two thousand miles from home. You know that kind of crap. <laughs> oh, please. Which, which, please is kind of, which is kinda which of is kinda legitimate. Even yeah. if you got the money to pay for it, you you don't wanna. No. Um, it was a great trip and I got my dream car, guys. I got my dream car nice. sitting in my that's garage. That's amazing. And, and we'll uh, be doing a video on that. My there. dad came by today. And he says, you know, we get this weather all dry. We got to go down to the warehouse and pull the impala out and get all the cool stuff out and take a picture of it. Yep. <laughs> so mm. Even, even my dad gets it. Uh, which was funny because while he's standing there, he's looking at that 65 and he's going, well, you got this car now. I think it maybe you ought to be driving a red car once in a while. I said, dad, that's fine. <laughs> you you can take that and drive it any time you like. Yep. And I know it's going to come back, Dirty, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Pop, and I love to res you. <laughs> anyway, nice. I'm home, long trip, yep. Yay! 2,400 Yay! miles. Woo! And, oh, my goodness, was I rattled at the end of every day, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. That was great. Oh, and one more thing. I invited a half dozen different people to go with me. I'm glad none of them did. <laughs> Not not because I really wanted that much time alone, but just because every time something looked like it was starting to go wrong, I'm glad I wasn't doing it for an audience.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you could say exactly what you thought, have an, uh-huh. an honest reaction and, uh-huh. then, yeah.
1: and, and I may have had more, more than one conversation with the car. Come on, you know, we're almost <laughs> home. <laughs> so anyway, great trip and uh I'm sure there will be lots more dumb Corvette stories to come for all of you who are tired of uh, uh, tired of hearing about Corvettes?
0: Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. too bad. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's our effing show. We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Only just
0: begun, baby. <laughs> so anyway,
1: uh, more Corvette stories, more Porsche stories, more motorcycle stories, all of the fun stuff. And uh, man, what a good time. And, and it, everybody and their mother, every time you get yeah, gas, somebody wants to tell you a story. That's the other thing that made those gas stops take so long. Everybody has a Corvette story. Yep. Everybody. Yep. All righty. Well, that's it. In a nutshell, that's a big nutshell. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big nut. That's a big nut. But again, that was fun. And uh, the other thing is I'll be able to write some articles some places and, and get paid. Somebody's going to pay me to drive my own car home.
0: Winner. Isn't that awful?
1: Hey, thanks so much for spending time with Driven Radio. Uh, we really love what we do. I I love doing this. This is my favorite thing all week long. And both the other guys know it. I tell them that all the time. We wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our audience, the support of our listeners. Uh, you can find us online at show.com and read the thedriven.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show and everywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Corey Pratt. Yep. And Mr. Mark Groves. Yo. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio.